Ladies and gentlemen, gays and nays, unless you've been living under a rock, then you can't have missed the phenomena that is Married at First Sight, a reality TV show where couples are matched by experts and only meet each other when they get to the altar. What follows is weeks of tears, tantrums and turbulence, and that's just the dinner parties. So I am delighted to chat to this week's guest and dive into the drama. It's the pocket rocket we were all rooting for. It's Janita Steele. Stevenson. Hello, Janita. Hey. <laughs> I love that intro. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one, though. You were the one that was in a relationship, and we thought, well, this is it. This is the one that's going to work out. Oh, so I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to, I want to start, before all this started, did you believe in love at first sight? Yeah, most definitely. I think we've all been there where, you know, you see someone, you're like, oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> so mm. um, I think I think it can happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was a big believer. <laughs> Had it ever happened to you? Um, probably maybe when I've seen someone like Zac Efron, but, <laughs> you know, that's a bit <laughs> out there. <laughs> lost at first sight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be lost, yeah, I suppose. Um, but no, I, I do feel that, maybe not necessarily love at first sight, but you know that initial spark, that straight away you just know that person is a good one and you're just going to have a great time together. Did you feel that spark when you first saw Jordan? You know what? It's mad. I I did. Like, I instantly felt very comfortable um, around him, which for me is something that's really important. I think it's really important to feel comfortable around someone and to be able to be fully yourself. And, yeah, it just obviously it's a bit weird just meeting this stranger at the end of the aisle. But I felt comfortable. We bounced off each other. Um, Humour is really important to me. So he was having a good laugh. So I thought, wow, like, I've, I've got lucky here. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, oh but, well, before we go into what happened after, I want to go into what happened before. What was the moment that made you apply for Married at First Sight? Um, it was my friend Harriet. She kept, she was like, you should apply to this. Sent me the application. I was like, no, no, no. Um, and since being on the show, I've actually looked back. So it was like October that she sent me the application and she was like, have you applied yet? You know, kept going on. I was like, no, no, no. And then in December, I just thought one night, I just thought, you know what? Why the hell not? And I just applied, maybe more to get her off my back. <laughs> um, but I didn't actually think they would contact me. <laughs> I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What do you think it was that was in your application that drew them to you? I don't know. Maybe they felt sorry for me. No, um, oh. I don't know. I, I joked a lot in a in it, in my audition video. And I basically said, like, I've got all the, you know, wifey skills ingredients everything I can bring it to the table so why not make two people's dreams come true (laughs) Um, and yeah find me a match so I don't I don't know I think from speaking to like 
production since I think they said that they liked to cast me because I was quite like relatable and just down to earth and I'm just myself so oh you are very much that there was definitely nothing about you that I was like oh she's faking it or she's into the you know sort of tv romance of it I think that was something that really really got us rooting for you thank you you know wanted it to work for you so because I'm trying to get a friend of mine on there at the moment I say a friend, yeah but no I really do mean a friend um <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that's the key being relatable going into it for the reasons to find love or do you think there was other reasons that other people were on there definitely I think I think you should go in there wholehearted, open and just fully yourself. At the end of the day, I very much thought I can only be me at the end of the day and I'm not pretend to be anything but, which can be quite scary because you know that it's obviously going to go on TV. So then you're really making yourself vulnerable because if you're a bit fake, then you know in your head you're thinking, well, it wasn't fully me anyway. Whereas if you're getting judgment for just being yourself, it obviously affects you more but yeah I think when you watch the show back you can definitely see people that weren't necessarily authentic or in it for the right reasons um but yeah I definitely was and I'd say if anyone wants to go on it definitely do it for the right reasons because then you might have actually more chance of finding love what was your reason you know what (laughs) I'd been in a 10-year relationship We'd never split up. It was great. I just unfortunately fell out of love with him. And then I really struggled after that to find decent people. Like I went on dating apps. The guys would only want one thing or I'd fancy someone. They didn't fancy me (laughs) and or vice versa. So I just took a leap of faith really and just thought, why not? I love social experiments as well. I just like, I just thought, why the hell not? Honestly, I really didn't think they would contact me back. <laughs> so it was a massive shock. Was there any part of you that said, I'm not going to do this? Um, I was arguing with myself in the sense of, it's the TV side of things, I think, that scared me. Um, because of my profession, I was a children's social worker, and social workers get stigma and stick anyway. So that worried me slightly because you don't see social workers go on reality tv so I was quite wary about that side and putting myself in the public eye giving the public my vulnerabilities um so that made me question it slightly and made me yeah a bit anxious about it um but then I'm I'm one of these people I'm a big believer in all the universe and stuff and I thought well if I've been given this opportunity there's a reason so yeah. That's such a great way to look at it, isn't it? Like there'd be so many people. Yeah. I think I'd be like, oh my God, there's someone, they've matched me with someone. But the moment yeah. you start thinking, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, when is this ever going to happen again? Yeah. And you'll only, exactly. you'll only regret the decisions you didn't make, isn't it? You'll only regret the things you didn't do. Definitely. And I thought as well, if he doesn't turn up, then I know <laughs> it's not meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't turn up to me, we'd be missing out. That's, that's a fact um, what about like wasn't there was there any part of you that was like that was thinking beyond because I know 
that I wouldn't be able to think past the ceremony. I'd be so nervous thinking about the actual ceremony itself that I wouldn't be thinking, oh, we actually have to spend the wedding night together and go on honeymoon. No, definitely. Did you think about all of those or, or were you just like, no, let's just just dive in? No, because because it's such a small amount of time that you know. So I swear it was at the end of Feb. Because this weekend just gone actually was a year to the date I met the producers. <gasps> so I still hadn't known yet that I was going on the show. Wow. Um, it was to see if they liked me, if they could find me a match. Honestly, it's been such a bizarre That's weekend because I actually stayed... Yeah, I actually stayed opposite where I lived in maths at the weekend too. The way the day... and the, It was all very weird synchronicities. Anyway. <laughs> so... It was the end of Feb, yeah, end of Feb, going to March. And it's literally a matter of weeks that you're told before the wedding. Mm. So you're thinking, oh, gosh, like, I've never done, like, I've never been wed. I need to get a dress. I was Googling, like, you know, how long should you get a dress? It was like, you should plan at least eight months before <laughs> getting your dress. And I was like, great, I've got four weeks. Um, so you, you, you're just thinking that and thinking, oh my God, this is actually happening. Um, what are my friends and family going to think? What is this? What is this even going to look like? I need to get a dress. I need to ask people for my bridesmaids. Um, I need to tell my family that I've just been very much single and alone, but now I've got a potential husband. Um, so all of that whirls around in your head. And it's funny you said that because actually I forgot that you kiss on the wedding day. Yeah. So when, <laughs> when it came to oh, the kiss, I was like, oh crap, yeah, that happens. <laughs> I've got to kiss him. Damn, I forgot that part. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, if the kissing came at you, it was quite a surprise. Like I can imagine what happened next. That is... Yeah, <laughs> it's awkward, and that's why I always look so awkward. And like, um, we count in, like we're like one, two, three, because we're both just there, like, oh crap, yeah. <laughs> wow. Now. I want to talk about the relationship with you and and Jordan and because you were one of the stronger couples. You were the ones that started off strong and seemed to get to a point. So so what was it like behind the scenes with him? Were you did you feel like you were a proper couple and like that he was there for you and you were there for him or how were things like behind the scenes with you two? I did feel like we were a proper couple. I did feel at times it was one-sided, whereas I was probably more supportive of him than he was me. And there's times I felt like my feelings and needs kind of got pushed aside because I was always prioritising his. It is quite difficult because, you know, I'm very open and honest. And I, when it came to them commitment ceremonies, I, I put it all out because I very much saw... It as, well, if this is going to work, we have to communicate. We have to tell the experts our problems so that we can fully move forward um, and we can get the best from it. Mm. So, yeah, we did have a really good relationship. We had some really good times. We've got great memories, but it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows, which is reality, isn't it? No relationship is perfect, especially when you don't know this person from Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was hard at times. You know, I think you've seen on the second week commitment ceremony, I think we all had a really rubbish week and something I said got twisted and that was really hard and I felt really lonely and I didn't know who I could trust or turn to, including Jordan. So it was 
it was hard at times. It's going to be, you you know, you shoved into an apartment all of a sudden mm. <laughs> with someone that you don't really know. You're with each other 24-7. So it's very intense and you're getting to know somebody in an intense environment. Um, but yeah, I did feel at times that I should have maybe just put myself put myself first a little bit more is that something that you learned about yourself during the process yeah I've definitely realized that I am someone that will I do give my all to somebody and actually that can be at my own detriment sometimes so yeah (laughs) definitely learned that actually I need to put myself first and it's okay to be a little bit selfish and make sure that you're okay as well as caring for somebody else Um, and also just if people aren't giving you necessarily what you need then walk away <laughs> that's such a great lesson to learn though I think I mean you people can go for the, their whole lives and jump from relationship to relationship without figuring that out yeah what else did what else came as a as a learning lesson for you what else did you learn during the process um it taught me as well to stand up for myself more which is funny because I used to always think that I stood up for myself and I often stand up for others but with certain situations, I thought, no, I need to, I need to speak out, actually. And you're going to let people walk over you or take you for an idiot. And also, I suppose, when it come with Jordan, like, not necessarily sacrifice. Well, I did, I suppose, because I had to, I had to give my job up at that time to do the experiment because the two couldn't go hand in hand. So I sacrificed a lot for that experiment in order to get find love. Let's face it, it would be, easy for me to be like okay Jordan let's try and give this a chance again because I saw how much I'd put into it I put my heart and soul into that experiment Mm. um so I found actually I've got a lot more strength in me I'd thought you know what I walked away from a 10-year relationship and he did a lot more for me than Jordan Mm. so actually why why are you going to put up with this crap so it was just really reiterating to me my self-worth to stand up for myself and to speak my truth. Um, so for that, I guess I'm grateful. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's that's a fantastic thing to learn, though. Like I Definitely. Because you were up against a lot of situations <laughs> out of all the series of Married at First Sight that I've seen, and I've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what did we have? We had Thomas. Oh. I, like, I love Thomas, <laughs> but I can imagine that that him having a go at everyone was a bit overwhelming. But yeah, was there a lot of things that got twisted on the TV show, or or was it really that heated? Oh. Gosh, yeah, it was that heated. If anything, I feel like you guys got the milder version. Wow. Yeah, there's things that, like, the. T- do you know what it is as well? It's the tensions that you can feel. It's the emotions you feel and the vibes that adds to it. And, you know, that last, is it the reunion dinner party, was so, so explosive. But you didn't get to see it because of the time it was on air. So... Really and truly, it was worse, if anything. It was so much What did worse. we miss? What did we miss? <laughs> um, miss so much. But actually, it's going to be on my podcast, actually, later on with Zoe. <laughs> there was just people firing at each other left, right and centre with issues. Obviously, we'd had a break from the experiment. We've all come back together. People are meeting for the first time. You know, say, like, PJ and Jess hadn't been there while Sophie had come in, for instance. So people are meeting for the first time. 
everyone's got some sort of feelings or some unresolved issue that they thought, you know what, I'm going <laughs> to address this. Yeah. Um, obviously, me and Jordan are split, so I'm coming into that and seeing him. And it was it was a lot. So everyone's kind of like having these little arguments and there's just tension or there's issues. And it is, it is mental. Like, don't get me wrong, obviously, the edits sometimes... It was that, was it the second dinner party? And it looks like I'm really snappy to Jordan um, because he's reading this card wrong and I say concentrate. So the way it's edited, it's like he's read it wrong the first time and I've said concentrate, but no, he'd had a bit too much wine to drink and he'd read the card wrong like three, four times. The card said something like, this is not to cause um, issues or confrontation. And he read it as, this is to cause confrontation. So as you can imagine, when he's read that, the uproar of people... So I kept reading it wrong. And it wasn't just me. Other people had said, come on, Jordan, concentrate. But then when it came out and it was edited and it looked like I just bit his head off, I was like, oh, for God's sake. Because people were at me at Twitter as well. So them little bits, you're like, oh, that's not as fully how that went. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, we both annoyed each other. You can be snappy, but I thought, oh, that time I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, we all get mardy if it's that time of the month or whatever. But that time I was like, yeah, you know, no, it didn't go like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just, there's so much. And I get, they've only got, what, so many minutes to cram a week's worth of stuff in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's mental. It is. It, it's, it, but it, it's also not helped. I mean, the alcohol doesn't help, but I mean, it, it doesn't no. help you guys, but it really helps us. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, God. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even drink. I actually said at the time, I was like, these are very winist. I was like... <laughs> Why did they just assume people drink wine? Because I didn't drink wine before. Mm. And I was like, oh, why is there just wine? Like, for God's sake. Um, anyway. Oh, it's because they call it lady petrol for a reason. It just absolutely. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you give me half an hour in that dinner party. I'm like, yeah, go on then. Pass me the wine. Come on. <laughs> then guzzling it down. Because it's, it is a bit nerve wracking as well. And you're meeting these people you don't really know. There's big characters. So then I'm drinking because I'm... I'm a bit like nervous and then all your stress because you're like this is a new environment and then before you know it you're how many glasses deep and yeah <laughs> saying what you think <laughs> yeah thomas come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh it's mad and how about you how have you been after the show how was your love life going Oh, what love life. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's quite depressing. I was like, how have I ended up even more single (laughs) than before I started maths? Yeah, it's it's hard. It's funny. Recently, someone did catch my eye, but then they just, they weren't all that I thought they were. Mm. And they're like emotionally unavailable, which I think I have an issue with going for people that are emotionally unavailable. So... Mm. Yeah, I'm just very much free, single, and I've just took the pressure off. Like, I just think the right person will come as and when. Um, and actually, I'm not going to lower my standards and I know my self-worth mm. now. So the people that I probably would have entertained before just don't have a, don't have a chance in hell. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see who comes along. Yeah, but I think knowing what you don't want is so... It's just as important as knowing what you do want. And Definitely. Having been through this 
unique process you've you've got that within you now oh yeah definitely I know without a doubt what I definitely do not want and I also know like what I need but in a healthy way um mm. I know very much you know I've been single and I lived alone what for over three years now I'm very much independent and can deal with everything myself so it's just knowing actually what I need for someone to bring to the table to make that a nice equal partnership and you know a nice lovely healthy relationship that's the word healthy relationship I so. I I think you're you're doing it so well. And I've, you know, looking, I was looking today at all your Instagram and social media and everything, and you seem to have really coped really well with this sudden thrust into the spotlight. How have you how have you felt? And and do you think you you have coped well or what's what's been your secret? Um, you know what it you know what, don't get me wrong, I'm a big advocate for mental health um and I'm very honest when it comes to my mental health um I don't know if you saw like further down my Instagram I actually did a post um a couple years where I was actually in a really bad place and even then before maths people reached out I was like I'm so glad you've said this because actually I've been struggling so with maths it's not been an easy ride as such obviously when everything happened with Jordan I was in a really bad place I was quite anxious for it to air I felt like an idiot I'd had a bit of stick as well the fact I was a social worker going on TV so that played a massive part with my anxiety because I was just like ah um and then when the show aired obviously there was a bit of hate People thought I was jealous of Whitney, um, whether they, or people just didn't like me because they didn't like me, which is fair enough. That's <laughs> life, but it's hard because if someone one person says something that's quite personal to you, it can it can make you question yourself for that split second. So I had to get a thick skin and be like, you know what? No, these, as Tom would say, they don't pay my bills. Um, so <laughs> yeah, like I had to think, yeah, right you know they what do they bring to my life nothing and block it out and actually they've only seen a snippet of me yeah but I think part of that is the support that I have had I have been so fortunate with the lovely kind messages that people take time out of their day to send me when I'm in the street or shopping they come and stop or like get hooks in the street and that I think has been massive in terms of like helping me through it because I think you know other people aren't that fortunate sometimes being on tv and it has a significant impact doesn't it as we as we know Mm. so I think that's helped um I have amazing friends around me um and family that's been a massive factor Mm. some of my friends are my family um to be honest and that's that's really helped Mm. because it's hard because you get thrown into this the public eye and my whole life's done a 360, if I'm honest. Um, I've took a break from social work just because I didn't think it's appropriate to be on TV in the public eye and, you know, partying and doing X, Y, Z whilst then going and being a child protection social worker telling people how to look after their children. <laughs> so it's it's that's what I've known and done for five years has mm. obviously changed. And just being open and honest, like I use my platform... I went into maths for a husband and I come out with a platform, which is funny. <laughs> Even uh, better. Because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, now it is, definitely. So with my platform, I want to use it for good. There's enough people with these amazing, pretty lives on Instagram. And that ain't me. Like, I come from, you know, 
uh, social housing and you know a poorer background that's me <laughs> at the end of the day and yeah and that's a people's person I'd like to think yeah but that's exactly why you got chosen for this and that's exactly why I think your journey was so um was such a positive one to see because you you know you were in a, a strong relationship and it didn't work out completely but I think you know what drew us to the to you two anyway was because you were such a a down-to-earth person and you were real and you know there were loads of other people who were talking bullshit <coughs> Whitney and Matt so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What would be your your advice to any new contestants or any new wannabes, anyone who wants to join the application process? What would be your advice to them who's anyone who's been chosen for it? My advice would definitely be just be true to yourself. That is so important. Don't let anybody else kind of get in your head in the process because that can be so easily done. Prepare yourself as well for how hard it actually is. You can't necessarily prepare yourself, but just know it's going to be like nothing else you've ever done in your life. Mm -hmm. It is a pressure cooker. You will question yourself at times. Like I went in quite headstrong, like I know myself, I know this, I know my beliefs, and, you know, was quite confident. And there's times where, you know, my confidence was knocked or... I was made to question myself um, by other people's comments or actions and how they treated me. And so just just remember who you are. And it's hard because you will be away from your friends and family Mm. um, because your phones, you don't have your phone. Um, But yeah, just stick to who you are. And it is hard. It's not for the faint hearted at all. Um, But if you want to do it, do it because you could be the lucky person that, gets the end result and if if they don't get a husband they get a platform brilliant (laughs) (laughs) whether you wanted one or not (laughs) i want to know i want to know what you're up to now where can people find you what are you doing how how what how are you getting on so right now i'm still pro i'll be honest i'm still processing it all to be honest um like it, it's like a whirlwind and um I've got an agency now which is mad um and I'm done we're doing a four episode special podcast so I've done that with Zoe um which I'm actually going to Zoe's in a bit to film our final episode um so definitely tune into that that's the honesty box and I'm actually in talks to look at how I can use my platform for good I want to do work around like mental health and support people because that's obviously what was in line before Oh, I I think even if you didn't find a husband, I think it, it sounds like you've definitely found something much better. You've you've found yeah. You know, it sounds like you you've certainly found what you don't want in a relationship, which is oh my god, invaluable. Yeah. <laughs> if people want to follow you and find you, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram, um, Shanita Stevenson, and. Follow the Honesty Box um, podcast. That's on Spotify, YouTube. Also, that we've got an Instagram for that. So mainly like Instagram. Oh, I've got TikTok as well. But what, what's that? I think I'm at Shanita. <laughs> so TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> um, TikTok again, learning. So please don't judge me too much. <laughs> I'm trying out here, you know. <laughs> that's where you can find me (laughs) and hopefully maybe you'll see me on tv again who knows 
Thank you so much for joining no, us on thank the Smart you. Shanita Oh, Thank you. I loved it. Thank you. My thanks to Shanita Stevenson. Oh, I loved her. I really enjoyed watching her on Married at First Sight. But do you know what? If you haven't watched the show, then I can understand that none of that meant anything to you. But I really think you should go and watch it because as a social experiment, it is fascinating. And she was one of the people who I think in the whole history of it, on the especially in the UK version, she really has been someone who's just been herself and chatting to her there. You can just tell that what you see is what you get. And I really hope that whatever she does in the future, mental health-wise, going back to child protection, I think she's going to absolutely nail it. And I, I hope we can see more from her in the future. Speaking of what's in the future for us, though, <laughs> what you're going to see more of is my fun bags. Let's take a dive. 